Welcome to MLB from CDA Baseball, your home of discussion and analysis of Major League Baseball. This podcast will instantly awe you in the use knowledge of MLB. Hear the latest MLB stats, standings, and news here. James Morris, who is filled with fun knowledge of MLB, is your host, and as many guests come on the podcast weekly. Please enjoy this one-of-a-kind podcast. Welcome to MLB from CDA Baseball. I am your host, James Morris, and uh, today we're going to talk about Game 4, Game 5, and what's going to happen on Game 6. And I'm just going to, I know we kind of recapped Game 4 a little bit a few days ago, but we're going to talk, I'm just going to talk about it a little bit more. Um, so on the mound for both pitchers uh, was Christian Javier, a guy who we talked about him a little bit before, a couple podcasts ago. He's, he's a reliable pitcher, but he's not their ace. And uh, don't get me wrong, he's He's an amazing pitcher, uh, but he I don't think he'll ever be an ace on a team, but he worked from 80 miles an hour pitcher to be all the way up to a 90 miles an hour pitcher, and he really got better as the season went on, as the years went on, as the career went on. He got a lot better. He signed as a, a $10,000 contract uh, with the Astros uh, years and years ago, and then Aaron Noll was on the mound, uh, arguably <clears throat> the ace for the Phillies, and he pitched not bad, not great. His ERA is up to 4.91 now in the World Series. But Christian Javier has an ERA of 0.71, or Christian Javier, excuse me, and uh, two of the, both these pitchers have been a really, really good ad. But uh, first of all, I think it's Christian uh, Javier has been the best ad because he pitched six innings, no hits, no runs, nine strikeouts, only six innings. Uh, he had a, uh, The reason he couldn't pitch longer was because... Uh, he had his pitch count was getting high, but some people are saying that uh, this isn't a real no hitter; it's a fake no hitter. And I'm like, okay, so what is that supposed to? Be? How is a no hitter? Uh, that means by a team, the opposite, the opposing team, the hitting team, getting no hits. That's what happened in the World Series. How is that not an actual no hitter? And here's some argument people are saying. Um, one is that okay, back in the day, you know, uh, if someone, if someone if the goal was to get a complete game uh, way back in the day, and if you not get a complete game, you probably not pitch very well. I mean, they would literally... I looked at a box the other day, nine innings for a pitcher, and he gave up six runs. Uh, and nowadays, if like, someone gets a complete game more than three or four times in one year, you're going to... You, that's the league leader. That's an MLB leader right there. And uh, for me, the, uh, that's how the history was back then, and the change now... Uh, and that's what they're saying. It is uh, this the, this World Series is not no hitter because it was like in by no hitter Christian Javier, Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley also pitched no hit innings, so it was like in by no hitter, and it was not like how they did it way back when. And they're also saying uh, this no hitter should not be in the books because it was during the World Series and no stats count for the World Series. And uh, I agree, but I also disagree with their I don't know logic uh, because I mean the. The whole point of baseball, or I guess the whole point of the whole philosophy about a no-hitter is that the team that's hitting the ball gets no hits. And that's what happened. I mean, I, I really want to see a starting pitcher go all nine innings. It's so much funner. It's so much deserving. It's so much like when you're pitching the treasure. It's truly there when you throw nine innings of no hits. And as much as I'd like to see it happen, it doesn't really happen that much anymore. And uh, that's a reason why I think people are saying that it's a fake no-hitter. And I mean, you, you're going to have these people say that 
Astros are still cheating. I mean, that just it's it's going to happen forever. Um, but uh, their offense really did pave the way for success uh, in the World Series Game Four. Uh, yes, Game Four. Yo, Alvarez. Uh, what? Or, oh, let me see. So Alvarado came in first uh, with a guy, bases loaded uh, in the World Series, and the first batter Alvarado throws to hit by pitch. And then Alex Bregman doubles, make a three to zero. And then Kyle Tucker gets a sacrifice fly, make a four to zero. And Yuri Gurriel singles, make a five to zero. And that's how the game. That's that's all the score. That's all the runs are scored, all in the fifth inning for the for, for the team and uh, for the Astros. And uh, here's a little look in into the combined no hitter. Christian Javier, who has gone from low level prospect to a reliever in the majors, to John, one of the hottest pitchers in baseball. Javier fires the one two and strikes him out. So that was his first strikeout. Uh, he really just threw amazing to that. He he hit, can hide the ball uh, within his glove for a while, and he can zoom that fastball right past him and throw that slider. Uh, he threw uh, 70 fastballs and 29 sliders that game. We kind of covered that last podcast. But I think that is the biggest weakness for the Phillies right now is throwing more fastballs. Usually they're a good fastball-hitting team, but uh, in the playoffs they've been extremely good at hitting off-speeds. But now we're on the game five. So the series is tied two to two at this point, and so everyone is watching this game because this is a this is a good game. And you got uh, Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros, the the Cy Young winner, and Noah Syndergaard, a guy who's coming back from two Tommy John surgeries, has been solid in the regular season, but no one's ace. Um, but uh, it's it's a legit faceoff because everyone is playing to win with all of their hearts. And Justin Verlander and Osinegaard are, are going to pitch their heart out. I mean, this is a game. If Whoever wins this game is going to have momentum going into game six. And um, and so th- this 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 is what it, this is what happens. So uh, Justin Verlander went five innings, only giving up one run. But he had guys on base very, very much, almost every single time, uh, walking four, giving up four hits, striking out six along the way, also giving up a home run. Um, to Kyle Schwarber, so uh, everyone's thinking, okay, so who's who's gonna win this? You know, like uh, is the Astros gonna pitch another no hitter? Almost right away, Kyle Schwarber hits a home run, a leadoff home run. I believe that's the first time right after. That was a leadoff home run from Kyle Schwarber and Jeremy Pena. Uh, makes it a one to one, and then Jeremy Pena having a great game, homers as well. So at this point, it is two to one. The momentum is going the Astros' way because their pitching, their bullpen, has been phenomenal. I mean, you got you got many relievers in the Astros having a zero ERA. Their worst pitcher as a relief pitcher as an ERA, I believe, is a two and a half. Uh, don't quote me on that, but the the bullpen for both teams have been above phenomenal. And uh, so at this point, it is two to one. It is the fourth inning, fifth inning, sixth inning, seventh inning, no run still. And then Jordan Alvarez grounds out the score run. So you can say that Reese Hoskins had an error there. He's trying to pick it. 
Uh, but instead, he had to get in front of it. He would have gone home, maybe even got the double play to end the inning. But uh, that ends up, he ended up tagging Orton Alvarez, and a run was scored. So this time, it's 3-1. to one, And uh, this time, the, the, the really, the Phillies have, don't have too much hits. Going into the World Series, they rally, and uh, Gene Segura singles on a line drive. Segura. So three to two in the eighth inning really has some like I mean Gene Segura put put them on the board. They tried. They they they, they it was a really fun game to watch. And the Astros uh, put then Ryan Presley in, and th- it was Ryan Presley is probably one of the best players or pitchers I've ever seen. But Cal Schwarber hits the ball hard. Er. That was in the ninth inning to save a hit. And, uh, excuse me, it was JT Romuto that hit the ball. It probably at least would have been a double. Maybe even another end of the park home run for JT Romuto. Instead, Chas McCormick leaps, catches it, and um, the, 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 the momentum for the Phillies goes away. And, uh, I mean, to me, the Astros had it in the background the entire time. Trey Mancini had a really good catch. Boom had some good catches. And Jeremy Pena had some really good catches. A defensive game uh, all around. Jeremy Pena, probably the the MVP, uh, looks like he could be the MVP. Jeremy Pena had three hits that game. Two RBIs had a really nice catch as well. Swarber had a home run. Uh, Boom had two hits. Gene Secure had two hits. Um, but uh, the end of the game ended up being the Astros winning 3-2 to two off 9 hits. Phillies had 6 hits. Uh, Phillies also had an error. So this now, Game 5, uh, Houston is leading 3-2 uh, to two in the World Series. And we're going to talk about now everything you need to know. The lineups have not come out yet about Game 6, though. So first of all, let's dive all in about Zach Wheeler because Zach Wheeler has been an interesting yet really good player. Uh, I really like his form, really like his fastball. He has a five war, twelve wins, seven losses, a two point eight two ERA. So he may, he probably is their ace. Uh, probably not Aaron Nola. I don't know the Phillies that well. I, I just know Aaron Nola is more of a strikeout pitcher. One hundred sixty three strikeouts for Zach Wheeler. Twenty three games. Uh, I really like him. He actually uh, he he throws right, bats left. Uh, I really he's been really good because uh, his ERA has stayed solid pretty much his entire career. Uh, 2.92 ERA in 2020, 2.78 ERA in 2021. He struck out 247 batters, uh, the league uh, leader in 2021. And Zach Wheeler is a strikeout pitcher. Um, thank goodness they could save him, especially for game six. He's going to be on rest. And a lot of the Phillies are going to be expecting a lot from Zach Wheeler because when he's on, he is on. And they're going to hope that he can just swipe the uh, ass right off their feet and hope. This World Series can go to a Game Seven. Is this going to Game Seven? Uh, the, uh, first, I'm, I'm going to kind of compare because I obviously don't know if this is going to be going to Game Seven, but I do know these rosters are so similar. These pitching is so similar. At least the, today's pitching is super similar that I, I really don't know. So. Uh, 2.82 ERA for Famer Valdez. He is pitching for the Houston Astros uh, today. 3.7 WAR, 17 wins, six losses, 194 strikeouts. So Valdez uh, also broke the record in most quality starts in a row. Uh, probably a more reliable pitcher because he doesn't really throw the ball bad. But the ace for the Astros, the probably he could he could chance at the he could have a chance at the Cy Young. But uh, the real question is, will the Phillies keep their season alive in Game Six? 
And uh, I think yes, and here is why. So Zach Wheeler, as we know, is a strikeout pitcher. He already has 28 strikeouts in the playoffs, 2.67 ERA in the playoffs. But uh, the Astros, uh, the Astros are more of a a long ball threat. Uh, if you would say, I mean, yes, you got Yuri Gurriel, who's like almost entirely a contact uh, hitter. But uh, you're looking at Altuve, uh, Alvarez, Bregman, Mancini. All those guys are power hitters, and uh, they're gonna feast on that fastball. But uh, for about, or, uh, Zach Wheeler can throw that fastball up high and then get him the slider down low. And if he keeps them off the bounce, especially Kyle Tucker, because he really likes Zach Wheeler in the postseason. If they can, if he can keep them off balance, I think he can succeed greatly. And I think the big goal for the Phillies' offense is to read Framber Valdez's curveball. If they don't do that, I think Framber Valdez—he's been unstoppable this pretty much his entire year. It's because no one can read his curveball. No one knows what's coming next. He has a cutter, a fastball, a changeup, a curveball. I believe even a slurve. I mean, he has pretty much every pitch. He's mastered every pitch, and he's a really, really, really good lefty. Uh, and you got. Um, Quite a, uh, just one or two lefty uh, batters on the Phillies roster, so that they could use that as advantage, read them a little bit better. But no one can read Van Valdez very well. But if they can read the curveball, Bohm can read a curveball. Brandon Marsh can read the curveball. Castellanos cannot. But I think if the first four uh, and the bottom two batters for the Phillies even just get a f- one one or two hits, uh, all of them though. I think they can win this game by a lot. Read the curveball, get ready for the changeup, and he, the, his fastball is not going to blow right past you, so get ready for that as well. Zach Wheeler is actually, he blows past uh, he, he blows past you fastballs uh, going 99 miles an hour, and then he has the nasty slider, a good changeup as well. I will not put Chaz McCormick in today. He did not hit the fastball very well. He's a good off-speed hitter, but uh, he's a, he is also a contact hitter as well. But I think the big threat is going to put... Uh, Altuve back in his slump and the how you do that is you ch- get him to chase off speeds uh, outside the zone every time because he wants he's always looking for that first pitch every time he wants to hit that first pitch and I think if you get a slider outside the zone that looks meaty at first and then just zooms uh, more to the right and and all you got to do is just die for it and Altuve uh, he can be fooled, and I think if you do that a lot, doing back-to-back-to-back sliders on the zone and then blow past them, maybe inside fastball, I think that'll get Altuve every time, and just do not pitch a single slider to Jeremy Pena. I don't I don't want to see a single off-speed, however, to Pena, and um, I want to see fastballs up high in the zone. You can eye-level him any way you want. Fastballs he can hit, but sliders he just... He feasts off. That's why Jeremy Pena is still in this league. That's why he's not in AAA because he loves those off speeds. And then Jordan Alvarez, he is in a bad slump, only batting 188 in the postseason right now. We all know he can hit that power uh, in the postseason, absolutely, and the regular season. But uh, the big thing is he is uh, getting his he's getting work uh, in the in the cages. And he said uh, he got a huge thing on his hitting coach. He's going to change his batting stance. And I think he's going to roll the threat. He can pretty much hit everything uh, except a, a like 99 to 100 miles an hour fastball up high in the zone. Maybe set set his uh, eyes down low and then blow a fastball up high. And uh, I don't got to say anything about Alex Bregman because he's one of the best hitters I've seen pretty much in my entire life. It hasn't been that long though. Um, but he's really, really good. Uh, just change up, change up, fastball, slider. Just get him off balance every time. And uh, that's what I think about game six. I think overall, it's good. this is going to be a really good game. But I got to say, 
Uh, if the Phillies can just read his curveball, this game is completely over. And I think Alec Bohm, if he takes Alec Bohm and Bryce Harper, if they can take the lead, uh, be a leader in this World Series game, even just today, they can tell everyone that you know, just like on some cards, the nasty slider, maybe in baseball, Bryce Harper figured out that he was tipping his pitches, did or was doing something, and they end up mashing seven home runs. So if they can figure out even the slightest tweak with Framer Valdez. This game is over completely. Uh, Zach Wheeler, I know he, he's he's an interesting player. One game, he has the best adding of his life, and the next game, he gives up six runs. But I gotta say, for since Framer Valdez has been so consistent uh, his entire uh, this, this entire season, I gotta give this to uh, Framer Valdez, uh, his team, the Astros, and I think this score ended up being 2-1. to one. Uh, Astros take the lead. I think uh, Alc Bohm and uh, Alc Bohm will get a home run for them, and uh, I... Final score two to one Astros, and I think the all it's gonna be a, entirely another pitching game, uh, and I'm I'm really excited to see because I really have no idea. But is this going to Game Seven? Uh, not according to me. Uh, I had I think the Phillies haven't. I think they can easily win this World Series talent wise. The Astros have it going their way though, but. I believe that is it. Thank you for listening to MLB from CDA Baseball. Please, please share this podcast and thank you.